Okay, so welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on today. Um, so your new single mother is coming out, or is it already out? It came out on March 19th. Okay, cool. So take me through the song and your creative process and basically everything it's about. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Sophia and I wrote this song called Mother about climate change. Um, it's a topic that is really important to me. I've actually been vegan for seven years and dedicate a lot of time and energy into making sure that I am educated on what's going on in the world in regard to the climate, you know, researching different organizations that are doing important work, donating, all of that. And I felt like it would just be inauthentic to myself if I didn't write about it. And I really wanted to bring the conversation about it further into the music world because I feel like it's talked about, but not enough or too subtly. Um, and I wanted to make a song that when you listen to it, hopefully you can tell that it's about the people who aren't doing enough. Yeah, so. definitely. I think that's a strong message especially today because there's so much going on in the realm of like climate change and like global warming so I think that's perfect so what sets this song apart from others being released right now so I think that um at least my last single was called from the garden and it was this very kind of uplifting calming song that I wanted to release because I wrote it at the time when we were, had just been inside for maybe 10 months, like or stuck in quarantine for 10 months. And I wanted to feel something calming, um, kind of warming and uplifting. And it's about love and it's this whole, you know, experience like that. But mother, I just kind of wanted to put it all out there. And, you know, I made it, it's kind of dancey, but in an alternative edgy way. And I feel like I, just really laid it all out there if that makes sense like I'm calling people out I'm you know telling people that the world is dying and if you're not doing something about it then you're part of the problem and I'm not yeah. afraid to say it in this song yeah um I loved it I thought it was so so good thank and you I think that's so important to just have somebody to be authentic and real and be like listen you know because a lot of people they sugarcoat it and like, you're not sugarcoating it. So that's like a great thing. Thank you. I appreciate so, that. What was the creative process like for the song? Like, what did you go through? What were the ups and downs? And sort of just take me through it. Yeah, um, well, I produce everything with Graham Gilmore, who's my producer. He's incredible. We co-write and make everything together. Just the two of us at home in my sister's old bedroom, which I turned into a studio during quarantine. Um, and we started with the guitar riff at the beginning of the song. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, this song needs to have power behind it and needs to have some kind of driving message. And then I knew that I had wanted to write a song about climate change. Um, and it kind of came from there. The idea of being called mother was one of the first things that we thought of. Like, it just has this grit to it. You know, it's not mother earth, it's not, you know, save, Mother Earth, whatever, it's called Mother. It's like hard hitting, at least I'm hoping that it is. Um, and then we started with that guitar riff and just kind of wrote the lyrics from there. The first thing that I wrote actually was the pre-chorus. So the part that's like, don't say to move higher when the ground is on fire, that part, that's the first thing that we wrote. And then the chorus kind of came from there. Um, 
and everything kind of just fell together. The thing that we struggled with the most with this song was actually the ending. Um, Cause I had this very creative artistic vision of what I wanted the ending to be like, which ultimately is the ending that we went with, but this is only my third single. So, you know, there was a little bit of pushback from people that I sent it to saying, does this ending make sense? Is it a radio ending? You know, something like that, which it's not, but I didn't want to shy away from what I wanted to do artistically and message wise. So the idea of there's this big build with the guitar and kind of a wave whooshing sound that is increasingly um, growing in volume. Um, but I just couldn't imagine going to a bigger chorus from there or something like that. I wanted it to completely drop out like I was underwater. So that's why we did the key modulation and we had this kind of weird effect that made me sound like I was and like it was the end, but not necessarily in you know a big building radio way, so. Yeah, I think that's so cool and that's definitely so different. And like, like you said, like people, you know, they're so used to what's out already and what's like in the trend, but sometimes you just gotta push those boundaries and just do you. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to, like I said, lay it all out there with this song and hope for the best because it's something I'm really passionate about. So I hope other people will be too. Yeah. So how is this different from your other songs? Like take me through every aspect of the song that's different from the rest. I know it's yeah. already different to begin with, but like the creative of it, everything involved. Absolutely. So um, I started with my first single, Riot, which came out last April. Um, and I actually wrote it in either September or October of that year and never thought that quarantine would be a thing that would come when I was releasing that song, my first single, you know, it was really weird and scary that then I couldn't go out and, you know, play it at my school or play it for a group of people at a cafe or something like that, just in my area. Um, so that was, that's just different in general because I never expected this kind of release strategy, but Riot was one of the first songs I ever wrote. I only started writing music um, after my junior year of college. I just graduated in May. So that was my first song I ever wrote and I'm still kind of finding what uh, my sound is as an artist. You might notice that all three songs sound a little bit different because I'm still figuring out what I wanna be. And I think that with From the Garden and with Mother, I've figured it out a little bit more. I'm really influenced by artists like David Bowie and Led Zeppelin, but I'm also really influenced by Billie Eilish and Lady Lamb and Haley Williams and all of these incredible artists in the now. Um, so I think that the main difference in my songs, in the songwriting themselves and the production is that they're all in a little bit of a different style with a common thread of what I like to call nostalgic sounds with modern elements and purposeful lyrics. I think that that is my main goal. I'm so lyric driven when I listen to music that having the lyrics have meaning and something special to me is really important. Um, in terms of creative, I do all of my own visuals. Um, I'm also a graphic and motion designer. So I edited the Riot music video. I animate all of my social media posts. I edit my photos. I do all of my single artwork. I do all of that. So that all also has the through line of me doing it, um, but they're all a little bit different for the style of the song, so. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you. So next, 
What was the role of your producer and how did he really help you like get through putting out this song and like everything? Because, you know, there's a lot of mentality that goes into writing and recording and all the promotions and whatnot. How does your producer help you and like tell you like you're good, like everything? Like yeah. That? So Graham is actually my boyfriend and my best friend. So um, making music with him is one of the best parts of making music to me. We write everything together and he produces everything just the two of us. And there's really no other outside input other than playing it for our families and stuff like that. But um, the thing that I think helps the most in terms of having him there and having him be who he is in my life is that I can be really vulnerable without feeling uncomfortable at all. So the songs are ultimately, I would hope the most authentic that they can be because I'm not afraid to hide anything in that room and he's always encouraging of course and because we have that bond outside of music I think that really helps in making the space as safe and comfortable as possible for both of us in terms of taking risks yeah definitely I feel like the relationship between like a producer and the musician is very important because you feed off of each other and mm -hmm. if energy is not there or if it's just like not combining energy then that's going to make a big difference yeah absolutely and he's also an amazing producer and co-writer so I'm so lucky to get to work with him as well yeah definitely so tell me more about you and your music and just everything that goes into you like some of your favorite gigs why you like the artists you like and why you look up to them yeah, totally. Well, I'm 22 years old. I graduated from Skidmore College in May. I was a dance major. I thought that I wanted to do musical theater for most of my life. And then when I got to Skidmore, I realized that was not what I wanted to do. And then I was, you know, a little bit lost, but I decided to go into um, interning in the music business. And I loved that experience. I have so much admiration for people who work in music on the creative and business and um, just as a whole. And that kind of inspired me to start writing my own music. I was in an acapella group at school, which was another huge reason that I'm a confident performer and so like confident in my abilities and knew that this was what I wanted to do. Um, and yeah, I've been dancing for my whole life. So that's always been a huge part. I paint, I draw, I do all of that. So um, I really like to incorporate visuals as much into my work as possible, whether that be a lyric video, you know, creating some kind of unique single artwork, a music video, which I haven't done since Riot, but I'll give you a sneak peek that there will be a mother music video, um, just not quite yet. We're working on it right now. Um, so that's exciting. But uh, yeah, I'm from the New York, New Jersey area. So um, I grew up going into New York City and that was always a huge inspiration for the arts. I was always exposed to Broadway shows and museums and I've been to so many concerts that music has always been just a huge part of my life. And I knew that it was what I wanted to do in whatever aspect that was really. Um, some of my favorite artists who inspire me, I kind of just said some, but um, I'm a huge David Bowie fan. He's my favorite musician of all time. Um, I'm so obsessed. I have a David Bowie little poster that my dad made for me for Christmas on my wall. Um, I love Led Zeppelin. I love Mazzy Starr. I love Fleetwood Mac. 
And I love modern artists like Billie Eilish and Haley Williams who are doing really cool stuff outside of the general pop world, but are still respected in a mainstream sense. Yeah, definitely. So you were a dance major. So how mm-hmm. did musicality with like being a dancer portray into your songwriting and singing? Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. Um, I have been dancing since as long as I can remember, whether that's jazz, ballet, in musical theater. Um, I was a ballroom dancer for most of my life, actually. So um, that has been a huge part and that is super rhythmic. So I find that one of the strengths that that gives me in recording is musicality in terms of rhythm. It's kind of just in me and it also helps me in my writing because I do really feel the music inside of me as dumb as that might sound. I feel what I want it to sound like. I feel what I want it to feel like for another person who's listening to it. I can kind of hear what's going on and feel it in my body when I'm writing, so. Yeah, and I think that's super important because a lot of people, you know, they're a singer, so they don't really have that other aspect of like dancing because it's like thought that like, you know, if I wanted to dance, I would be a dancer, not a singer but then you mm-hmm. pull on like both of those strings and you bring them together. So I think yeah. that's really, really cool. Thank you. I also think that in terms of performing, it's a huge part of that. You know, you love to watch people perform who look like they love what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Billy is such an amazing example of that. She looks like she is just having the best time when she's on stage and she's obviously a great dancer. She was a dancer for a lot of her life as well. And that energy just comes off on stage and radiates to the audience, so. Yeah, exactly. So what's next for you? I know it's sort of kind of hard with Corona still being a big thing, but like, where do you see yourself in a year from now, six months from now, all that? Well, I hope to be playing some kind of show wherever that might be in whatever situation that will be. I've been lucky enough to have done a few live stream concerts I have one coming up on Friday, actually, which I'm really excited about uh, with WUSB Stony Brook. But um, I hope to be playing these songs live in some respect. I have, I'm have i going to be releasing more music into the summer and into the fall again, um, just putting out as much music as I can, trying to get more people to hear it, really, and see where it goes from there. But I really would like to be playing shows. Yeah. Have you played shows before? Like, where have you played and what have you done? Yeah, so I did a bunch at my school. Um, I played our art gallery, which was really fun. It was an acoustic set, really intimate, um, so fun. I've obviously performed a lot with my acapella group at school, but I've been performing forever. I used to do this thing called School of Rock. I think a bunch of people in my area did it. Um, So that was just tons of performance experience. I used to do singing competitions all the time. I was actually in a band in school for about a year. We were jazz fusion kind of bands and we performed a lot um, in like college basement shows at parties and things. We performed actually at our music hall at Skidmore, which is like this big, beautiful auditorium. Um, So performing is really the one of the main reason I got into writing is because I love performing so much. Yeah, definitely. So I guess an ending question. How did all those experiences that you were just laying out sort of help you and build you into the singer-songwriter you are today? I think that um, 
coming into writing a little bit later in life was intimidating and really scary at the beginning because I haven't been doing it, you know, since I was 14 or since high school or whatever. I wasn't the kind of kid that put covers on YouTube or my original songs on YouTube or anything like that or, you know, that whole thing that was going on with even like Dua Lipa, I think, used to put covers on YouTube and that's one of the reasons she got discovered or Shawn Mendes with Vine, things like that. I was just performing and that's what made me fall in love with music is going to concerts and performing myself. So I think that that's shaped me as a performer because it makes me more confident in those abilities. And then knowing that I have that performance experience just makes me wanna do it more with my own music. And as a writer, I just take inspiration from whatever I'm feeling that day or whatever I'm feeling in that moment, what's been going on for me the past week or what I've been reading or listening to, all of that. So I think that I'm constantly evolving and changing, but I know that you know my true love in life is music, so. That was my sit down interview with Sophia Bella Susi, and here is a preview of her newest single, Mother. Her eyes have dried up, not a tear left to cry for us. She gave us her all, but it wasn't enough, wasn't enough. Oh, all you do is take, it's time you cleaned up the mess you Say the move higher when the ground is on fire. The stakes are getting higher. A house full of liars. Her eyes have dried up. Not a tear left to cry for us. She gave us her all, but it wasn't enough. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this week's episode. I will see you on social media. Until next time, when I have more great artists to share with you guys. So thank you. Keep sharing, checking out social media. And I will see you next time on Discover With Stuff. When the ground is on fire.